Come on, you look good today. Look at the person next to you. Tell them I like your eyes. You're no, don't do that. That's awkward. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Things can get really crazy in a very short amount of time. Don't do that. Uh, man, we are so excited that you're here. I'm excited about this series. I know I've said that every week, but I'm just pumped up. We've got this weekend and next weekend we're going to be wrapping up at the movies, and so you'll want to be here for that for sure. Uh, with our final movie and what we're doing if you're new maybe this is your first time here or you haven't been here in a while we are in this series over five weeks we're looking at five different movies and we're watching a few clips from each movie and we're pulling out some truth and some life application things that we can apply to our lives and so uh, hopefully over the last three weeks it's been helpful for you helpful to you that you've taken away some things that you can do, that you can apply, and uh, I believe that today will be no exception, and so we're excited about that. Before before we get into clip number one, though, and I'll let you know what the movie is. Some of you may already know, but um, man, how awesome is it that our church is turning three years old this month? Come on. Is anybody excited? <laughs> some of you have been here since the very beginning. And you're like, wow, that's awesome. Some of you have been here for a few months, and you're like, I don't get the big deal. Um, it's a big deal. And so we are we are celebrating. Every year we do this, we have a Sunday set aside where we celebrate, and we'll bring a special message, and we'll have some special elements and things for you on that day. And so September 29th, and then I am so I just got to tell you, I am so pumped up about Night of Worship. We did this last year. It was our very first one. And uh, you heard it in the video, the place was was packed out, and it was incredible. I mean, you cannot even imagine how awesome it was on that night. And so I'm just telling you right now, you want to be here on Sunday, October 6th, that Sunday night at 6 o'clock. You want to come back, come to church that morning, and then go get you something to eat, take a nap, because you're going to need to be rested up. It's going to be good on Sunday, October the 6th. So... Uh, be here for that, and we're really excited about those two things that are coming up in the near future in just a few weeks. And so today, uh, we're continuing. This is part four of At the Movies, and our movie today that we're going to be watching some clips from and talking about is Wonder Woman. Come on, where are all my superhero fans at today? <laughs> so we're going to watch some clips from Wonder Woman and pull some things out that I believe are going to help us today. And so for just a few moments, uh, turn your attention to the screen for clip number one.
weather. How are you today? How many of y'all going to try that when you get home from church today? Whew, come on, somebody. Uh, even, even as a child, Diana, she knew that she was destined for greatness. She could just tell. You can see at the beginning of the movie, she just knew there was something in her that she was destined for greatness. She was destined to do something, but she also knew that she was going to have to work hard to reach her destiny. That if she was going to get and fulfill her potential in life, to fulfill her purpose, to get to where she was meant to be, she was going to have to work hard. And I think that everyone in this room wants to reach your potential. No kid ever, if you were to ask a kid, it's like those AT&T commercials. I don't know if you've seen these new AT&T commercials where they're like, you know, just okay is not okay. And some of them are pretty funny. But no kid, whenever you ask them when they're young, is like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, just okay. Just okay. Do you want your, oh, your life's going to be, just okay. Just okay. Nobody wants to be, to grow up. Well, what do you want to do when you grow up? I just want to be average. Just average. You know, just Nothing special, just average. Nobody does that. Nobody says, and even as an adult, if you're sitting here today, nobody just wants to be average. Everybody, there's something on the inside of you that God put on the inside of you that you want to reach your potential and and fulfill your purpose. But sometimes it requires hard work. It requires difficult things. We can desire to be healthy, but to succeed, we're going to have to eat right and exercise. Come on, can I get an amen right there, somebody? You can want to be healthy. You can want to be in shape. But in order to get there, you're going to have to eat right, and you're going to have to exercise. You're going to have to put some work in to succeed at being healthy. We can desire to have a strong marriage, but we're going to have to date each other every once in a while. You can desire for your marriage to be healthy, but you're going to have to get together and, and spend some time together and communicate together and honor each other and serve each other. We can desire a deep relationship with God, but we're going to have to spend time with him and actually read his word. I think there are a lot of us that we want a deeper relationship with God. You want, so, you know there's got to be something more. And you want a deeper relationship with Jesus. But in order to get there, you're going to have to spend time with him. If that's something you really want, in order to be successful at that, you're going to have to spend time in the word. You're going to have to spend time with God every single day. The secret to being able to reach our potential is putting in the hard work every single day. And Diana... As we're going to see in this movie, she was willing to do that and put in the hard work. And as she grew older, she trained to prepare for who she wanted to become. Check out this clip. You will train her harder than any Amazon before her. Five times harder. Ten times harder. Until she's better than even you. But she must never know the truth about what she is or how she came to be.
You're stronger than this, Diana. Again. See, Diana was able to reach her potential because her she had somebody in her life that pushed her hard and brought out the best in her. She had somebody in her life that was pushing her to be the best version of herself that she could be. And I don't know if you know this or not, but you and I need people in our lives who will challenge us to grow. I don't know if you know this or not. You need somebody in your life that will challenge you to grow. Because sometimes the only way you'll ever get, God wants to use people in your life to help you fulfill the purpose that he has for your life. And you need people around you that will push you and will challenge you to grow. Even the greatest athletes in the world still have coaches. The greatest athletes in the world, they still have people that coach them and push them and challenge them. And we need people like that in our lives that we have given permission to speak into our lives. Because here's the reality today. If no one can speak into your life without you being offended, then your future is going to be limited. If nobody can speak into your life without you being offended, then your future will be limited. Because God wants to use people that he has strategically put in your life that you surround yourself with to help you grow and to fulfill your potential and your purpose. Proverbs 18 and verse 15 says this, that intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their eyes are open for knowledge. Notice, notice that intelligence came before learning. <laughs> See, we think that, well, i got to learn, got to learn, got to learn, got to learn so I can be intelligent. No, it said that intelligent people, if you are intelligent, then you will be strategic to learn. You will get some people in your life that will help you grow spiritually, that will help you grow in your relationship with God, that will help you get to where God wants you to be. Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge. And so here are a couple of questions that I just jotted down to ask yourself this morning, and I think we're going to throw these up on the screen. Who am I learning from, and who is helping me grow spiritually? Who are you learning from? And who is helping you grow spiritually? Just ask yourself in this moment, and I know that right now maybe you're here today and you're like, well, I can name off this person, I can name off this person. And some of us here today will probably say there is nobody in my life right now that I'm learning from. There is nobody in my life right now that is helping me to grow spiritually. So we need to, maybe you need to even write these down and ask yourself these this week and begin to pray. God, who in my life, who do you want to bring into my life? Who have you already put in my life that can help me learn, that I can learn from? and is going to help me grow spiritually? Who are you trying to put in my life that's going to take me to where you want me to be in my purpose, in my calling every single day? 
So one day, Diana's homeland in the movie was invaded by soldiers, and in the process, uh, she was able to rescue a soldier from the attack, and he went on to share with the leader of Diana's tribe what was going on all in across the world that they really didn't have any idea was going on, or that Diana didn't have any idea was going on. And so take a moment and check out clip number three. But if I can get these notes back to British intelligence in time, it could stop millions more from dying. It, it, it could stop the war. War? What war? The, the war. The war to, to end all wars. Four years. 27 countries, 25 million dead. Soldiers and civilians. Innocent people. Women and children slaughtered. Their, their homes and their villages looted and burned. Oh, weapons far deadlier than you can ever imagine. let him go and risk him bringing more men to our shores mother. we cannot hold him forever my queen mother excuse me but after everything the man said this must be Ares. what are you talking about child? forgive me senator but the man called it a war without end millions of people already dead like nothing is ever seen only Ares could do such a thing we cannot simply let him go we must go with him. I will not deploy our army and leave Themyscira defenseless to go and fight their war. It is not their war. Zeus created man to be just and wise, strong and passionate. That <laughs> was a story, Diana. There's much you do not understand. Men are easily corrupted. Yes, but Ares is behind that corruption. It is Ares who has these Germans fighting. And stopping the god of war is our foreordinance. As Amazons, this is our duty. But you are not an Amazon like the rest of us. So you will do nothing. As your queen, I forbid it. So in this scene, we see where Diana, she sees an injustice, and she wants to do something about it. She has just found out something that's going on in the, wor in the world that she wants to be able to make a difference in. She wants to be able to do something about it. And it reminded me of the story of Nehemiah. I don't know if you've ever read this story in the Bible, but uh, I want to read just three verses at the very beginning of it. This is Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. It says, Hannah and I, one of my brothers, came to visit me with some other men who had just arrived from Judah. I asked them about the Jews who had returned there from captivity and about how things were going in Jerusalem. They said to me, things are not going well for those who returned to the province of Judah. They are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem has been torn down, and the gates have been destroyed by fire. And then Nehemiah says, when I heard this, I sat down and wept. In fact, for days I mourned, fasted, and prayed to the God of heaven. And when Nehemiah heard about the trouble in his home city, it broke his heart. And if you go on to read the rest of his story, he did something about it. He, he, he prayed. God had favor on him, supernatural favor. He was able to go back to where he was from, rebuilt the wall, 
uh, succeeded, brought everybody together, and, and brought something to his hometown that hadn't been there for, for a long, long time. And my question for you today in this moment is, what is it that breaks your heart? What is it that for you, and this is probably going to be different in some, some aspects for every person that's sitting here today, but what is it that breaks your heart? Is it, is it divorce? When you see divorce, does that break your heart? Is it when you see kids that are living in foster care, does that break your heart? Is it when you see somebody that's living with an addiction and you know that they don't have to live that way, does that break your heart? Is it, is it poverty that breaks your heart? Is it human trafficking in the world that breaks your heart? What is, what is the thing? What is it that, that there's something on the inside of you that whenever you hear about that or you see that or you find out about that, it breaks your heart? What is it? I think too often we don't take time to just sit and allow God to show us or to, 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 to show us what, what breaks his heart, really, so that it can break our heart, so that he can use us to do something about it in the world. We're so busy with our schedules and with going to work and with family and kids, and all these things are good things and hobbies and doing our thing and, and making more money and getting more material things, got to build a bigger house and got to do all this, that we don't take the time. And none of these things are bad things. I believe that God wants you to have nice things. I'm not against nice things. What I'm saying is when the nice things take priority over the things that God is trying to show you so that you can actually make a difference in the world, that's when it's a problem. And too often, we are so consumed with everything going on in our life that we have not taken. When was the last time that you asked God, God, what do you, where do you want me to make a difference in the world? What do you want me to do in my community? Who do you want me to talk to today? Who, is, who are you going to bring across my path today when I go to work so that I can make a difference in their life? God wants to show you some things and put some things inside of you that are going to break your heart. And the reason he wants to do that is so you can do something about it. You can do something about it. Here's what we know is that, that change happens when our hearts are broken and we are moved to do something about it. Change does not happen when you think about it. Change does not happen because you saw, come on, we've all seen the commercials about things that are going on in the world and we're like, oh, you know, we're broken in that moment. Or we go to a conference or we go to, to something and there's something presented and there's like, there's something going on in the world that you didn't know about or you didn't know about. And in that moment, your heart is kind of stirred and you're broken. Uh, your heart is broken because God's heart breaks for that area or for that thing that's going on in that person's life or that group of people's life. But just doing that doesn't fix anything. Change only happens whenever your heart is broken for something and you are moved to do something about it. So in the movie, Diana decides to do something about it. She decides that she's going to do something about this war and she makes the decision to leave the safety of her home and to step into her destiny, to step into what it is that she was actually created to do. And so take a look at this clip. No. I will show you the way off the island, and you will take me to Ares. Deal. I'm leaving in that? We are. Yeah, we're leaving in that? Do you not know how to sail? No, of course I know how to sail. Why wouldn't I know how to sail? It's just, it's been a while. 
I'm going, Mother. I cannot stand by while innocent lives are lost. If no one else will defend the world from Ares, then I must. I have to go. I know. Or at least I know I cannot stop you. There's so much. So much you do not understand. I understand enough. But I'm willing to fight for those who cannot fight for themselves. Like you once did. You know that if you choose to leave, you may never return. Who will I be if I stay? This belonged to the greatest warrior in our history. Our beloved Antiope. Make sure you're worthy of it. I will. Be careful. There was a statement made that Diana made. She said, I have to fight for those who cannot fight for themselves. And I want to ask you today, are you willing to fight for those who can't fight for themselves? Or are you too consumed with you to even realize that there are people who need you? That there are people that God has put around you or in your life that will cross your path? Are you willing to help those who might be in need? And I was thinking about, you know, maybe the elderly or the child who comes from a troubled home that seems like a lot of trouble. Are you willing to, are you willing to be the one to help? Are you willing to be the one to fight for those who can't fight for themselves? Maybe it's a single mom that is in need or it's a kid that is being bullied. And Diana was told that if she left, she may never return. <laughs> but I love her response. And oh my, oh my gosh, if we could get this, if we could get this today. Because this is what she said. Do we have that on the screen? What will I be if I stay here? You realize if you go do that thing that you'll never be the same again. But what will I be if I stay here? You realize if you step into what God has called you to do that there are going to be people that don't like you. But what will I be if I stay here? You realize that if you try, if you stick around and you try to work that relationship out that people are going to think you're crazy and they're going to just tell you that you... But what will I be if I stay here? See, whenever you, whenever you are stepping into, whenever there's something that breaks your heart and you've made the decision, you've been moved and you're going to do something about it, how many of y'all know there's going to be people think you're crazy? There are going to be people that, 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 just, that are just haters. And there's going to be hating on you because, you because you felt like, man, God told me to step out of this and step into this. And because I did this, I don't understand it and it doesn't make sense. And I know that my life is never going to be the same from this point forward. But I'm going to step into it and do it because what will I be if I stay here? If God is calling me to be over here, what will I be if I stay here? If God is calling me to be 
here. What is it that God is calling you to do that you are standing right here because you're afraid of what people are going to think? You're afraid of what people might do? You're afraid that you might lose a little friends in your life because you stepped out and you started doing things for Jesus? You're afraid that, well, if I talk to them, they may not want to be my friend anymore, but I really feel like I'm supposed to invite them to church. I really feel like I'm supposed to share Jesus with them. But if I do that, then they might think I'm weird. What if they don't receive it? What if they don't take it to heart? What? But here's what you need to remember. If you, don't leave, if you leave with nothing else than this today, then, then I did my job. What will I be if I just stay right here? God did not call you to just stay right here. God has called you to keep moving in the direction that he has for your life. So what is it that God is stirring you to do? What is he stirring you to do? You need to start taking steps in that direction. And you just need to get this in your spirit today that what will I be? If I say, you know, you may, your, your life will never be the same when you do it. But what will I be if I just stay right here? I've got to do what God has called me to do. What if we made the decision not to be average, but to be willing to step out in faith into what God has for our lives. And in the movie, as we're about to see, after arriving in London, Captain Steve Trevor puts together a small team to take Diana to the front line of the war. And that's where we're going to pick it up, so check out this clip for just a moment. That's why we're here. The gas will kill everything. What kind of weapon kills innocents? In this war? Them. Because they need to move. Quick! My gosh! But this is not the way. I could help them. There's no time. Come on, woman! That man is wounded. There is nothing you can do about it, Diana. You must keep moving. Let's move! Get the 
As we make our way through life, we basically have two choices. We can ignore the problems in the world and act like we don't see them, or we can see them and choose to do something about them. We can either ignore what's going on in the world, even in our community, in our families, in the people that we're around, and we can pretend like we don't see a problem, or we can see the problem and decide to do something about it. And God has given us the opportunity to do something 
to make an impact in our city and in our nation and really all around the world. And if you've ever wondered how you can truly make a difference when the need seems to be too great or the problem too big, you think, well, the thing that breaks my heart is too big. Well, the, 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 this community has been this way for so long. Well, that person's been living that way for so long. It just seems like the problem is too big. There's nothing that I can do. I'm just one person. What can I do? If you've ever wondered how you can make a difference in the world when the problem seems too big, it's one person at a time. See, a lot of us, we, we think the problem is too big, and so we do nothing. But what if we did this? What if we did this? What if we made the decision that I'm going to do for one, do we have that? Do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. Well, I can't do it for everybody, and so it's really not going to make that big of a difference. What if we decided that I'm going to do for one what I wish I could do for everyone? I'm going to do for one. I see one person right here. I'm going to do for them what I wish I could do for everybody in the world that has that problem. I'm going to do for this one person what I wish I could do for everybody in the world that is going through that. I'm going to do this for this one child that I wish I could do for every child that's in that situation, but I'm going to do for one what I wish I could do for everyone. You may not be able to give every child a home, but you can give one. Oh, I'm preaching better than your amen in today. <laughs> you may not be able to, to help every person, but you can help one. You may not be able to feed every hungry person, but you can feed one. You may not be able to care for every hurting person, but you can care for one. What if we all, what if everybody in this room today made the decision, I'm going to do for one what I wish I could do for everybody? Do you think we could make a difference in the world you think we can make a difference in our community if everybody decided, I'm going to do for one. I can't help everybody, but I can help one. I can't take in every kid, but I can take in one. I can't, I can't feed everybody, that's, but I can feed one. I can't step into every situation, but I can step into one. If we do for one what we wish we could do for everyone. And in our last clip today in this movie, we see... Captain Trevor give up his life to save millions of people. And Diana is really finally able to face off against the person that has been behind all of this stuff that she has, uh, that she has been fighting against, that she has been trying to make a difference in, that she has been trying to, to, to take care of this problem and make a difference in this area. And she's finally able to face off against the one person that she knows she needs to face off against. And so check out this last clip. Is that all you have to offer? It is futile to imagine you can win. Give up, Diana. Chief! Anderson left! I got nothing! Anderson! No. 
I used to want to save the world, to end war and bring peace to mankind. But then I glimpsed the darkness that lives within their light and learned that inside every one of them, there will always be both. A choice each must make for themselves, something no hero will ever defeat. And now I know only love can truly save the world. So I stay, I fight, and I give. 
for the world they know can be. This is my mission now. Forever. Worship team, will you guys come help me out? Will you stand to your feet today? It's only love that can save the world. Maybe you've maybe you've heard this before, but God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but will have everlasting life god didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved god loved you so much that he sent jesus into your situation Because he knew that only, only through this could the world be saved. Only through this could you really find your purpose and your potential and what it is that God's called you to do. Only love can save the world. So I want to ask you before we sing this last song, what breaks your heart? What is it that breaks your heart? What is it that God has put something inside of you that whenever you hear about that thing, whenever you find out about that thing, whenever you see it again, that it breaks your heart? And are you willing to do something about it? What is it that breaks your heart? And are you willing to do something about it? I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes today. God, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for, God, the things that you put inside of us, the giftings you put inside of us, the passions that you put inside of us, the, the things that you, uh, that you have, have wired us in a way that there are certain things that will break our heart because they break your heart. And today I pray that you would give us boldness, that you would give us courage, that you would give us everything that we need, that you would equip us and that you would give us just a made up mind, that we would make the decision today that whatever that thing is, whatever it is that you're asking us to do, that we would do for one what we wish we could do for everyone, that we would step into something that breaks your heart and breaks our heart and that we would make a difference in the world, that we would make a difference in somebody's life, that we would make a difference in somebody's family, that we would make a difference when we're at work, that we would make a difference when we walk out of these doors, that we would impact our community in such a way that nobody would be able to deny that it was you. So God, we pray that we would do something about what it is that you are wanting us to do. 
with every head bowed, every eye closed before we sing this song. If that's you today and you say, you know what? I want to do something. There's something that has broken my heart. There is something that God has put on the inside of me. And today I'm making the decision. I want to do something about it. Come on. If you're ready to make that declaration, will you just throw your hand in the air right now? I just want to pray for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's something that God has broken your heart for. And today, you know, you've got to start making a difference. You've got to start doing something about it because God has put it there and you've got to start doing something about it. And so God, right now you saw every hand that went up all across this room. And Lord, I pray that you would give us boldness and you would give us strength and you would give us everything that we need. Lord, that when we walk out of here, we would not forget the decision that we made, but that we would, we would recognize that you have put that inside of us for a reason. And it's for us to do something about it. What if we're the only person that sees it because we're the person that you want to use to do something about it. And so I pray when we walk out of here that we would do something in the world that would make a difference and an impact for you and that we would do for one, even though we may not be able to do for all, we would do for one what we wish we could do for everybody. And that through that, you would use us to make a difference. You would use us to impact lives. You would use us to change a community, to change a nation, and to ultimately change the world. I want to bring our prayer team down. We're going to sing one final song. As we sing this song, if there's anything that you need prayer for in your life, we invite you to come down for prayer. You don't have to be, don't have to be afraid. Don't have to be scared. Don't, don't, let, don't let pride keep you at your seat. There's, there's anything, there's anything going on in your life and you want prayer for it. As we sing this last song, you can just step out of your seat. Come down. Let us pray for you. If that's not you, then let's lift our hands. Let's lift our voices. Let's declare again today that he is Lord, that he is good, that he is worthy, that, 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 that he is everything that we need. Amen. So God, I thank you today for your word. Thank you for this time that we have to pray together and to worship you. And Lord, I just pray that uh, through this time that you would be glorified and Holy Spirit, you would draw every person who needs prayer in Jesus' name.